uh, we had uh, Layla, our daughter, um, her husband, and two of their children, two sons, our grandsons, here for three weeks. And uh, we reorganized our lives around their visit. Uh, we travel, we stayed, uh, spent a significant amount of time of that time uh, with with them and especially with uh, grandkids, um, which was wonderful. And um, during that time, we had, and I don't know if we talked about it, but the interesting activity that is peculiar and I think unique to um, to Bosnia and Herzegovina regarding elections and that is how we here select people to serve on election boards um, they have I don't recall that we talked about it we, uh, the last well, we, I think we briefly touched on it, but... Right. Uh, so, um, basically, each party, each political subject that is registered, or coalition that is registered for this election, will get a certain number of seats on these, on those, uh, on these uh, election boards. And then you, uh, yeah, we talked a little bit about it. And then we have to fill them. The government pays hundred and something twenty K and like seventy dollars for the whole day or night as long as it takes to to uh, oversee the process mm -hmm. of voting and then counting the votes. Uh, they basically it's the lottery in terms of which boards you get. And there is there are there are um, I don't know how many voting places there are in the country, but for each, yeah, they establish that mm -hmm. um, election board. And um, so each party has gets around 500 of those to fill out, because the board, each board get has 9, 11, 12, whatever, 13 people. What happens then is that the phone calls start being made, parties who know the system do something that is illegal, but nothing much you can do. Enough much you can, nothing you can do. Okay, not much you can do about it. They basically one party calls the other and says, "Listen, you have two of your people or one of your people in this village, and you have no voters there." But we do, and it's important for us because we are competing with the, another party for those voters. Can you give us those seats? In exchange, I'll give you either money or we'll give our seat to you on another board that is more interesting to you, where you have your voters and we don't. Like we'll swap them. When everything is said and done, and basically how do we do it technically, I have to report my, I have to uh, announce 
to the authorities, local authorities, who are our representatives on that board. What they do actually, in that case, I would take somebody else's person from another party and put on our list. So they would serve as if they were our members, but they are actually somebody. That's how they do it. We don't. Others do it. In the end, you end up getting boards that oversee the counting that are from often either from one party or from the parties that have an agreement among themselves. In that case, there is no even need to count the votes. You know how many you need. You have, they often have even the ballots, so they can fill the balances off as much as they want to. They end up having the boards that are either single party boards or the boards that include only members of the parties that are allied with them. They only, uh, they basically don't even need to count the votes. They create a summary sheet. The summary sheet gets reported uh, to the Central Election Committee. The bag where the actual votes are, they go to another place. They're often stuffed with these fake votes that because those parties have the ballots, uh, empty ballots that they can fill as many as they want to just put them in. And those never get reviewed unless there is a well-documented complaint indicating fraud. So basically, that's why people here say um, what is important here is who counts, not the votes, not who actually uh, vote. votes. So um, what was happening this past uh, 10 days or so, uh, or the past two weeks, it was the time to report, to provide a list of each party's uh, members of the election boards, but also observers. Observers are people who have the right to observe and every party can give a certain number of names. They are not paid by the government, they are paid by the parties and therefore parties with more money have more opportunity to control the voting process. If you are a member of the boards, as I said, you get about 70, uh, $60, $70 for day or night. And of course, sometimes if they, like we, if we don't accept these uh, swaps, uh, then they actually can bribe the people directly when they come to report to duty, to report on duty, uh, and their precinct, they can simply tell them, listen, here's a hundred KMs or 60 bucks. Why don't you go and have a good time, have a dinner, have a drink. We'll, we'll do the tough work of voting and we'll be honest. We'll be honest. Trust us. Uh, so, uh, what was hard is that we got so many calls from so many parties uh, to which we had to respond. And, um, there are, of course, sometimes, um, there are those who basically say, yeah, but listen, we don't have enough people. We cannot have enough. We cannot find enough people. We can at least give those seats to the parties that we think will do well and protect the integrity of the process. And then I had to remind people, well, we really don't know who we can trust and whether they can trust. And, and 
it is interesting, you know, if you fill the seat on the election board unfilled, you are also participating in the process of corruption because the local authorities will replace your people with their people. <laughs> and those who are in power there will actually then control the process of voting the votes. In any case, I'm glad that it was done. It's something I continuously learn here. Getting ready for the election, or just going through the administrative, administrative process to participate in an election is uh, forbidding. It is, uh, you first have to get the signatures to be actually uh, allowed to participate. Then you have to report, then you have to pay the fee, uh, collect the money to pay the fee. Then you have to uh, rank the find the candidates and uh, rank the candidates, and that's all different time period. Then there's another list we talked about, the preferential list of candidates. Uh, that are that's another week. That's a week later that needs to be also or two weeks later pro uh, provided. And now participation in these boards. There are four or five steps. It's not just simply yeah, I'm going to go and participate in the election. It is. You go through this process that is unbelievably elaborate, and every one of those steps involves the possibility or the opportunity to fight inside your party or without the other parties, either for a, for a place on the list of candidates, on the preferential list, or who is going to collect, who needs to collect the more uh, more um, signatures or even what do we do with, with those parties who come to us at the local level and, and, and suggest a swap of some kind and wow. And so we need to find with the local people and they say, oh, it's gonna be good for us. No, it's not gonna be good for us because we have principles and they don't and, and so on. In any case, uh, when that was done, uh, we had we continued our um, process of building the preparing for the elections I should say we had a team building effort in the mountain called Vlasic near Travnik we had a two-day event where we um, brought the, those who lead the list of candidates at the federal cantonal levels or, or country level uh, we brought some of the people on the from the coalition the heads of the parties uh, and we talked at the, the uh, what do we call it, election. Um, our teams that are helping with the logistics of the elections and so on. And we talked about uh, our effort to get organized, establishing the teams at every level, the country level, the regional level, the entity level, the cantonal levels. Talked about those experiences at various, in various parts of the country. And then we also talked about the slogan that we will unveil, hopefully on Monday at the press conference. 
We will. Uh, we also talked about the program, our program for the country, what it is that we are going to recommend. So we had, uh, uh, this was the end of the 10 month long process where the expert uh, teams suggested program for each of their areas. We put it together, Platform for Progress Presidency, voted on it and said this is fine. Then the coalition actually uh, took that as an input and then added their elements and on Vlasic we, we talked about that collective our joint program. Um, then we gave them about 48 hours to complete, to provide the feedback and tonight we're going to have the presidency of the coalition where we will formalize it and see which parts of that process, which elements of that will be presented at the press conference on Monday. Uh, at the same time, we are finishing the process of uh, uh, taking pictures of all the candidates to prepare them for, to prepare our materials for each candidate, both the social media and the uh, uh, printed uh, print material, or printed material that will be given to each member to each candidate and so on. Uh, then we continued our visits. So we on, on Monday went to Kupras. Um, uh, I with, visit, there were three or four of us. Uh, Mr. Yusuf Farifagic, our candidate in Republika Srpska for the Vice Presidency of Republika Srpska. He was also on hand because, as well as the um, a TV personality who was the host to Mr. Arifagic and this gentleman who is the producer of cheese. Far, he's a farmer, produces cheese, very well-known cheese in this region from the area that's called Kupres. And uh, Mr. Smail Zhivic, that is his name, as well as Yusuf Arifagic, were the guests of this TV personality or talk show host um, uh, who was uh, with us, uh, Elvir is his name, uh, who was with us because he knew both of them, um, as well as the head of my cabinet. And we went and talked to him, and it was a wonderful visit. We visited the farm, uh, the milk production, not milk, the cheese production facility, learned so much about, the ch about cheese, I have to tell you. It is a fascinating thing, and uh, the technology behind it. And um, obviously they don't believe that cheese is unhealthy for you in any way. And I, I tell them a little bit about the current impression or belief of uh, nutritionists or people in healthcare and uh, what they think about milk and milk product and say, oh, don't believe any of it. Look at those people who over all these years lived on... Uh, uh, sour cream and milk and cheese and they live longer and so on but they have a good point about uh, some kind of cheeses that are made from uh, and well, I mean, everything is natural obviously but they control everything the percentage of fat in, and milk in the processing cheese it's all computerized it's all automated um and then they compare 
different uh, world-class cheeses with that one along the uh, some well-defined criteria. These are the ones that actually get um, regional awards as the best cheese of the year, or dif they, they produce different ties from, from milk or, or, or goats. Uh, but it was fascinating. Uh, there was a beautiful visit. We talked about the country, the region. These are Bosniaks in the heavily Croat uh, region. And so we talked about their problems, if any. We then talked about situation in the country, uh, agriculture, uh, cattle raising, um, incentives that the country can provide, that the government can provide um, to them or people like them, how they fared during the corona uh, pandemic. And um, we stayed for about three, four hours and then came back. The next day we went to Teshan. Teshan is in uh, the entity Federatia, Federation. We have one council representative there that's a heavily SDA, the Bosnian Nationalist Party. They didn't expect we would have our, our uh, council representation. And that young man, Emir Galiashevich, is, um, is probably one of the most active council members. Uh, we opened uh, the, our office in Teshan, in a suburb of Teshan called Yalai. We also had a chance to visit with some um, businessmen, women. Then we had the appearance of two, uh, there are two local radios, and one of them also has a portal. And so we had both Yusuf Arifagic and I had the um, the opportunity to to be on the radio and answer questions about the elections. And then after that, we had um, coffee with citizens. It was announced it was very bad weather, but a lot of people came actually to this um, coffee shop. There were about twenty five or so, 30 people, and it's hard to talk in large groups, uh, but because then there are other patrons, but they were so understanding and cool. Other people listened to as well what we were saying, and we stayed there for about a couple of hours and then went home. Uh, we made a, a list of cities that we will visit. Uh, that is now being uh, agreed upon with the coalition. The candidate for the presidency is, is the focus of the campaign, and I, my job is to go and visit with every almost uh, candidate on our list and together with them appear somewhere. Sometimes it is going to be a town hall meeting, sometimes it's going to be just uh, appearance in the restaurant announce coffee shop and invite people to come sometimes it's going to be the walk sometimes it's going to be a race of some kind and you participate but it's going to be a busy month of september where you probably every day you'll be in a different city sometimes in a couple of different cities often staying away from home for longer period of, periods of time that has to be arranged 
agreed with uh, coalition partners. Um, decide we need to decide on the place where we will begin the campaign and the end the campaign. Uh, even within the city where exactly it is going to take place because uh, everything has a symbolic value and therefore the uh, value of a message. <clears throat> now we're getting into the, the election gear. Uh, it's still not a campaign time. We can only campaign one month before the election. Uh, what I mean by that is that that is where you can pay for campaign services like the billboard or to appear on TV, or sponsor something, uh, a post on Facebook. And also that is the period when you can invite people to vote for you. Uh, however, that's not to say that most parties don't campaign prior to that, or are not campaigning right now, or have even stopped campaigning from the last election. Those who are in power, those who are members of the legislature at any level, certainly use any opportunity to convince the general public that members of the opponent's party uh, don't know what they are doing, have voted for bad laws or have failed to do certain things. And uh, the media here happily participated in that process, which is unfortunate. Anyway, what's, uh, I'm going to stay here in Neum for about until Sunday and then back to preparations for the campaign and then the actual campaign. Not much time left. We, as the political political option, uh, have yet again started late. Uh, I know we don't have the money, but the billboards have been purchased for the election itself nine months before, even more, before the election starts. But they have the money. They have the money from the budget because they are parliamentary political parties and they get the money from every level of government, from their budget, to exist. We don't have that luxury. We didn't. We should have actually anticipated that we will find the money and ask for it then, secure some important billboards in each major city in the country, but we haven't done that, uh, thinking we have to find the money first and then pay for it. Uh, because you pay in advance some portion and then you pay the rest afterwards. Uh, yet again, we're going to be underrepresented when it comes to billboards. We had a conversation with uh, major media uh, outlets to see those that are not public service, to see what is it that they offer during the election time, during the campaign time? Um, you pay for access to their portal, news, whatever, channel. And they clearly um, mark these are sponsored events, but still, peer appear on national TV and people think 
they don't always uh, connect the two. Uh, so we're going through the process of talking to the major media to see how much it's going to cost us to have access to their readers or viewers, really. Uh, which is something that's in the United States that's normal. Every party spends a lot of money on TV and later on and now even in social media advertising. Uh, it's done here differently. It's not the people don't buy here advertising. <laughs> they buy the shows themselves, participation in the show, and not not the not the ad that runs between the shows or during the show. Just to be able to participate, to come to the TV and have an interview, you actually pay for the interview that's being um, um, strange, strange, strange things. Anyway, I think that's about it. Not much, but since it's been two weeks uh, still that have some continuity of our conversations. Absolutely. Now you had mentioned billboards. I know in 2018 you didn't have any, so there is a plan to have some this year it sounds like? Yes, we have, and I have been dead set against them, the billboards, because there's something bizarre that's about advertising, getting the money from the taxpayers, which is what other parties do. Getting the money from taxpayers to convince them using billboards that they are the best party they should vote for. I know they have the right to use the money from the budget, as we call it, things that are um, taxpayers' money at the various levels of government, Canton, Federation, the country. But that money should be used for your operation, not for your campaign, not to convince people with their money that they should vote for you again so that you can take their money again. And I was against it. But at the same time, for many people, that is the source of information. And so some of them, a lot of them, think in this way. If I see a lot of faces on the billboards, that must be that that's the party that has the greatest chances of success because they have the money, they have all these people they should probably win again. If I don't, it's going to be a wasted vote. And this way I can tell them I voted for you and maybe I'll get some benefit from it. So people look at everything, the frequency, the size of the billboards, the message on the billboard. I never expected it, but it is true that some Actually, a lot of people get their information about who to vote for by observing those billboards. Um, so we at least would like to have few well-placed mm -hmm. ones so that people cannot say, I don't see them at all. At least they're okay. At least so they don't want to spend too much money because we don't want on things like that. But at least they told us we are here. What's left now is probably more of the electronic billboards than the paper ones because they can sell more slots. 
And so they, at this time, that might be my, our only option, really. So we're going through that now. Well, what seems, with the cam official campaign period coming up, what is the mood, general mood, within the Platform for Progress and the coalition itself? Uh, the event uh, on uh, the, the team building event uh, at Vlasic was really well timed. People went home energized. The mood in the coalition is good. It feels like we are finding our voice, our niche. Um, obviously, it's a lot of people are observing what other others have to, what people have to say. When you listen, look at the, when you listen to the media, they continue to present this case as a, bi, as a binary case at the level of the presidency, for example, between the nationalist candidate and this candidate that uh, several parties got behind. So it's like uh, civic-minded versus nationalist. Both of them bad. None of them. Neither of them is, is news. But that's what happens. The impression you get when you listen to the media or view the media, we the, the mostly traditional channels or the print, uh, printed media. When you go out and talk to the public, there's a tremendous level of support. And I, um, I get, I get goosebumps on, on in Travnik, uh, when we were leaving Vlasic Sunday uh, afternoon. Uh, there's about 10, 12 of us stopped in Travnik to try Chavantici at this famous place called Hari, Harry. Um, some people, uh, there were actually a lot of people recognized me, wanted to take picture and so on. There was one specific interesting thing that happened, and I'm going to mention that in the news at some point. Uh, there was a guy who, there was, since there were a lot of us, we couldn't sit, fit in one. Uh, uh, at one table only, uh, and uh, there was this gentleman sitting at the next table, and he saw the commotion, and he got up and said, here, you can come, you my table as well, and I said, I apologize for um, having you move or leave, having you leave this, the place, the table. And he said, don't worry about it, don't worry about it, professor, don't worry about it, so he recognized Later on, I went to the restroom to wash my hands, and uh, he was there as well, washing his hands. And he said to me, then, oh, professor, I must tell you, I, I wanted to get back to the table to make clear to you this, but I'm, I'm going to tell you uh, now. You didn't take me away from the table. But you will bring me home. At that point, I recognized he's in diaspora. He's he left Bosnia, and basically he's saying, "I'll come back because of you." And uh, so I'm going to bring him home after he left uh, the house, the, the home, um, so uh, or homeland or the country. So that was. When I look at that, and uh, it's everywhere, wherever we go, people recognize and uh, express their support. Looking at, uh, looking at that, 
we're doing well. But I know that uh, the media is something that is crucial as as the influential and decisive factor in, in that. So, and we clearly have no money to match theirs. But the one thing is clear, and everybody says that, regardless of the party, they basically saying, yes, you are the, the best candidate. But, and there's a but, you know, we have to vote for this candidate because of ABCD or the other one because DEF, and um, we'll see. But I think uh, we are recognized as an option, recognized as a coalition. I'm glad we have the candidates at all levels, and we will use that as an opportunity to get as many seats as possible at every level of the government which may turn us into a decisive factor for anybody, hopefully, to form the government. Uh, they will need any and all the votes they can get, so they get the majority at the parliament, whether it's cantonal or entity level or, or a country level, where we can then influence policies that will be suggested or implemented in the future for the appropriate level of government. So that's our hope. I know I noticed it again today when you shared the story of the gentleman that you're bringing him back. Each time you do that, I see the smile on your face because I think it just reemphasizes why you're doing this. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but I, there, it's it, it always seems like it's like yeah, we're doing the right thing here. Well, yes, absolutely true. Um, I almost cried that time because it was a pure emotion. And then I, at the same place, I uh, saw another couple from diaspora. And the lady said, can I please take the, can I please take the picture with you? Uh, and the same story. I'll, I'll come back because of you. We are thinking coming back because of you. And so that provides, that gives uh, a great, uh, great sense of satisfaction, but also responsibility. And it is wonderful that people express their opinions, feelings publicly because they don't have to do that. They could simply look at me or wave or take a picture or point at me and say, oh, that's the guy. No, they make a point to stop me, come and tell me about their support and ask me what it is that they can do to help out. All of that is remarkable. So regarding the actual opinion of people, I'm, I'm really, really happy regarding uh, our ability to execute all things that we need to do to be successful of this election cycle, that remains to be seen because uh, even though we are four years old, we are really four years young, and that shows. And then we looked at other parties who were at this stage of development, uh, 10 years ago or so, we can see that we're not doing worse than what they've been doing then. And our election, local election, in our results 
for the local election in 2020 was better than what they had at after two years of their development. So I cannot be unhappy, but uh, I know that we can do more, but that we have also already accomplished a lot.